Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined here by Split Six alumni, Split Six co-creator, Split Six all-around veteran, Brian Nyson. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been too long. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, today is a very special day on the podcast, and we had no choice but to have you because it is our two-year anniversary, Brian. It's crazy. We went from being sitting next to each other upstairs. <laughs> oh, to, gosh. Uh, the, the unreleased first episode is just so, so unorganized. <laughs> sitting next to each other upstairs, talking on one microphone, talking about the Mandela drinking, effect. drinking beer. Like... <laughs> Oh, we are too. Like, oh, yeah. I guess we should move on to the next beer now. <laughs> no drops, no nothing. But hey, this is where we are now, two years later, and uh, you know we could be better, and we will be better, and you know we'll see what the future holds. But this is an exciting year for the podcast. I'm going to try to step it up this year. So see there how we it go. Goes. Yeah, hell yeah. And to celebrate, Brian. <clears throat> why don't you tell our listeners what we're drinking tonight? We got a special beer. It's uh it's it's Michigan's finest Bell's Two Hearted Ale, American IPA. Finally, you're doing too hearted, everybody. The the beer we've talked about the most on this podcast, but never drank. It's like the pinnacle of beers for this it, podcast, pretty much. <laughs> it is my favorite beer of all beers. Um, you know, I don't know. It's just what an IPA should taste like to me. I think this was voted like the best beer in America. Uh, well, Best well, craft beer. Well deserved. Brewed with 100% Centennial hops, this Bell's American IPA is named after the majestic Two-Hearted River in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Bursting with hop aromas ranging from pine to grapefruit and perfectly balanced with a malt backbone, this beer will well suited for adventures everywhere, including podcasts. Shelf life six months. I didn't know that. But I think it's, <laughs> I think it's 7%. Let's crack yep. these open. Cheers to another year. Love ya. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian, I can decidedly say this beer tastes a lot like Two Hearted. Yeah, that's good beer. <laughs> uh, did you have a favorite beer? I'm sure I've asked you this on the podcast before, but I don't remember if you've answered. Um, I feel like Two Hearted is probably the one you usually go to. Yeah. You know, but I got like, like I like stouts a lot. Like Guinness is a a favorite for sure classic yeah. i'm not that into stouts but i am into guinness and i actually yeah. have some sam adams stouts in my uh mm. fridge and i've been drinking been forcing myself through them because i'm not that into that <laughs> <laughs> just give me an ipa or some kind of a light lager if i'm going to be drinking for a while <laughs> i feel that i feel that those stouts can get heavy yeah weigh you down some so brian how was your weekend how's your year been How's, how, how have you been since the last time you were on the podcast, which was quite a while ago? Yeah, when was that? I don't know. Do you remember your, the beer you did last? No, I was trying to look up and remember, but I couldn't, well, couldn't recall. It's, there's just so many dude, up yeah, there now. we got too many up here now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus while I've been trying to get my shit together and figure out how to up my podcast game. But I think I'm going to start doing things called a quick split. Where I'm gonna do like a daily thing, like mm-hmm. a 15 minute segment for like whatever topic I feel like talking about for the day. So we'll see if I actually follow through on that. Please hold me to it, people. I uh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I need to be coerced into being productive. So <laughs> I feel that. Well, um, any any exciting things you do this weekend? 
Oh, I was with y'all at the uh, Super Bowl party. That's for, uh, right, baby. We'll, we'll definitely cover that uh, that that game. But yeah, I mean, that was cool. We're gonna talk about <laughs> the Super Bowl for a whole five minutes today because of how exciting it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? I don't know, man. Just been working, writing, hanging out. Ooh, we'll, we should be talking about some of your writing uh, in the entertainment section, maybe. Yeah, maybe future, future plans we got going. Yeah, right we there's. <laughs> I know some people are gonna be excited for what we uh, yeah, what we plot. I almost forgot because <laughs> I didn't intend to get as drunk as uh, as you did on the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't even stay out that late anymore. <laughs> I was like, damn, it's like two in the morning. Now. Yeah, it was a mistake getting home at like three. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but I survived Monday. <laughs> Beer number one, sport. All right. Oh, man. All right, Rams versus the Patriots. Everyone, what would you think of the game? I thought it would have been a lot cooler if it was Rams versus Chiefs or Patriots versus Saints, but, hey, you can't have nice things, I guess. Yeah, a bad call and a <laughs> coin flip error to blame for that one because, you know, yeah, the Saints dude, got I mean, robbed. <laughs> and the coin flip thing's so dumb. Like, what? Mm. They should at least... I don't really know how you can change the rule, but... All you have to do is say each team gets a possession no matter yeah, what. Like, right, and you just kind of leave it on the defense to make a stop? Yeah, like if they score a touchdown, you get a chance to go score a is, touchdown. Why isn't, not? Why isn't that a thing? Isn't that how they do it in college? In college, like you start from like the 30. Yeah. And, yeah. and like you just have to... It's Yeah, you have to match whatever they do, but starting yeah. from the 30 is a, li- a little strange to me, but... Yeah, they could move it back to, like, just start at the, I don't know, maybe just start with the kickoff and both teams get a chance. Like, what? <laughs> it's just whoever wins a coin toss, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, you just rely on, I don't know, it's just. Uh, it's stupid. Would have um, loved to, yeah, you would have loved to see the MVP in there, but I guess it's, you're not going to see a You mean guy Pat, who, Patty Mahomes? Yeah, but you're not going to see, like, a guy who makes 50% yeah. That's, what is that? He's like made it nine times out of the. Oh, Tom Brady? What, yeah. What is he? He probably has played in like 20% of all Super Bowls ever. Yeah, but it's like 50% of his career he's been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, or something. that's insane. We, we will get to the GOAT soon enough. Um, but I do want to talk about the Saints versus uh, oh, yeah. Rams game. Just that the probably the, the worst call in postseason history, and the most crucial call in postseason history. That wait, that game was won on a coin flip too. Then in the overtime, right? The Rams get the or the Saints get the ball first. I don't remember. I don't. Either either. way, blatant pass interference, blatant helmet to helmet contact, and no flag at all. It's not even like when the Lions played the uh, the Cowboys when they threw a flag. You know, picked it up because of some bullshit. That was weird. That one is probably the second worst call ever. Maybe then, and then the Des Bryant catch was a terrible call too. But. You know, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, John Vitula. <laughs> but yeah, so we were robbed of a matchup of two good quarterbacks instead of one one greatest of all time quarterback versus one bum that looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't even get what was going on with that game. Like, where was is Todd Gurley hurt or something? <laughs> something's got to be going on. They, they, they claim he's healthy, but if. If they're not playing them for some reason, then they're stupid. So I and I don't believe Sean McVay's stupid. I mean, sorry, Bradley Cooper, but uh, I mean he looked pretty fucking like dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you just don't. You didn't do anything, you know. Yeah. Like give the ball to your best player. Do you see that? If there was... nothing else is working, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Todd Gurley is far far among the best players on that team. Maybe besides Aaron Donald, but that's a defensive side of the ball. Yeah. 
defenses, I guess, win championships, huh? Yeah, it was just what you went from a Super Bowl where there are no punts to a Super Bowl where there's 18 or something punts. Yeah, one play out of the red zone, I believe. Yeah, between I mean, both teams. I love that fucking what's his name Wingo guy on ESPN who just exploded. It's oh like, yeah! Shut the hell up! If you don't, if you you can't, you can't say it's boring. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I don't know what he was. I don't know don't why he was. Don't watch it. <laughs> well, the reason people are watching it is because they expect it to not be boring at some point. The entire game yeah. was pretty boring, and you have to watch it. I mean, it's like a, yeah, it's like a thing you do. You can watch it and say it's boring. Yeah, because it is. <laughs> right. It's like it's like if you weren't to watch like uh, the last season of your favorite TV show, and it's like Dexter. Like, you can't get pissed that it's well. You can get pissed that it's boring, but you, it, it's ridiculous to be that outraged over people saying yeah. a legitimately boring game was boring. Yeah, that dude was like taking it personally. Like you have yeah. nothing to do with it, man. <laughs> yeah, what a I, I don't know what a stupid take that I. He's a grown feel, man. I feel like he just drummed up to try to get hits. I don't know, or maybe he is you know an idiot. I don't. I don't think so. I kind of like the guy, but I don't know, man. I feel like. Do you think sometimes these these guys get like just pretty much scripts written for them? It's like like Stephen A. Like, hey, act outrageous about this. They yeah, just, yeah, definitely. Like, it just makes no sense how like wild these. That's all it is. Is just people arguing now, and it's it's just. It's like our like local radio, like Mike Valeni from ninety seven one. Oh my one. god! Like he's. I know he's over dramatic on purpose because it's good for his brand, and it it is legitimately good for his brand. I don't. I just don't like listening to these bored. <laughs> All these guys just sound so bored with everything, so it's like not entertaining. Especially around Detroit sports. Yeah, I mean they are getting a little bored because of how terrible everything. Dude, is. like they had on on uh, the Pistons. They were talking about like uh, oh, and coming up, we're gonna talk about how the Tigers are packing up to go to Lakeland for spring training. It's like that's. The most exciting news. Like, they're not making any yeah. moves. The Tigers, that <laughs> suck. That m- might win 60 games this year. Yeah, that's all we got to talk about is they're packing up to go down mm. to Florida. I don't know the fuck I'm going to talk about for sports in the coming months. Well, I guess I got NBA and NHL playoffs, but... Yeah, let's... Oh, actually, we got a lot. We got yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's cool. Just... Like, I kind of want to get back into hockey just because... Mm. Like, once... I don't know. Once basketball... Well, they both end at, like, the same time. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's Basketball, just kinda... far, supreme supreme leader in all sports for me. I think it's surpassed football and how much I like it. Oh, same here, but it's just kind of, it's been stressful with this league, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got to talk more about the Super Bowl. So, yeah, uh, was it lowest scoring Super Bowl in, in history, I think? 13 to 3? Hmm. That's a good question. I didn't hear that. You I might think be right. Was. I mean, I, I've never seen a Super Bowl lower. I mean, I don't know right. about like way back in the Stone Age, but like that was <laughs> that was just so so weird because everyone was expecting. I mean, a lot. I'm sure most people bet the over because what was know, the over? What was the over under? I'm not sure, but mm. I, I'm sure. I, well, I'm positive it, the under hit, but <laughs> um, but yeah, you got the Rams' high powered offense and Sean McVay offensive-minded genius, and then you've got the best quarterback of all time going to the other side with a solid running game. But neither team could do shit. Quarterback play was not good. Uh, do you, His was first a, pass was an interception for Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, imagine betting that side bet. <laughs> and Vegas. I want to clarify, I mean, the pass was not good, but was, the interception yeah. was not Tom Brady's fault. No, not that but it, it matters. But it's, yeah. Dude can afford a couple mistakes after his career he's had. Not, not knocking him. 
You see him kiss Rob Kraft on the mouth. Yeah, dude, that guy, lo- <laughs> that guy loves kissing on the mouth. <laughs> He's so weird. Yeah, I feel like everyone touched by the Michigan program turns out to be a weirdo because you got him and Jim Harbaugh doing crazy fucking things. And, you know, I mean, no, no knock against Tom Brady. My football uh, fandom started with Tom Brady in 2001 nice. with the Tuck Rule games, first game I ever watched and was cared about. And it's crazy that it's still going, what is it, 18, 19 years later? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Talk about that legacy. Could Would you rather be anyone else in the world besides Tom Brady? Because that's a legitimate question. People are richer. People are more famous. I mean, maybe. But no one's had that kind of excitement. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That'd be a lot to deal with to be Tom Brady. I feel like, dude, you got dude. this this Victoria's Secret wife, mm-hmm. kids you, you make got, out with. Yeah, you <laughs> got to go out and just be the best all the time. I've said it before. Even when you're not, you still are considered the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably like, Tom Brady probably doesn't have to pay for anything if he never wants to. Not that he can't afford it. But what's weird about this whole team and this whole year with this this guy is like everybody was counting them out but not counting them out at the same time. Yeah, I never did, and I said from the beginning the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but for yeah, and then like for some reason it's like they were playing pretty well, and it's like mm-hmm. no, nah, they're done. It's yeah, over for them. Like, <laughs> like uh, why? Tom Brady's too old now. They went eleven and five. First of all. <laughs> Like, I didn't, yeah, everybody was bashed. I mean, it's, aren't they the favorite to make the Super Bowl every year? Uh, they're always at least, they're always at least in the second tier. Like, next year, it's the Chiefs, according to Vegas, that is. The Chiefs are the favorite, and the, uh, the Patriots, along with some other teams, are in, like, that second odds group. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We've, we're witnessing greatness. I don't think it will ever be repeated, at least not in my lifetime. I mean, a quarterback to get six rings, probably and not. still going. I mean, do you think Tom Brady's not going to get another? I feel like he should just cut. I mean, he still got it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Would you be surprised if he plays for five more years and wins, yeah. like, two more Super Bowls? Yeah. I would be shocked. I would not be. Like, I don't know, it, man. I mean, it's not all Brady. It's all. It's the genius of Bill Belichick, too. Yeah, But I just... Kraft's already talking about extending him. He's got, what, one one more year left on his contract? Like, he's going to Isn't Gronk retiring? He might be. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Gronk wasn't shit this year. I know. Tom Brady had <laughs> I like, don't know. I just don't want to. I'm tired of it. So I don't want to <laughs> see it, I guess. I'd, I'd rather see, like everybody says, this Pat Mahomes kid is like the next real deal. All I'm yeah. saying is, is after Chris slapped, slapped him on the uh, shoulder and said, I fucking love you, man. Pat Mahomes won MVP in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. After we Why were, don't you tell that story real quick? So we were in Cleveland for game three. Toronto versus Cleveland, obviously, where LeBron hit that buzzer beater. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. One of Travis, the greatest postseason shots. It was amazing. So Travis Kelsey's there because he's from Cleveland. He brings his boy Pat Mahomes because mm-hmm. he's the man. And this is like after his rookie year. Didn't do shit. Didn't play. Chris Kelsey, we we like walk to go to a, you know, the, yeah, this lounge. And he walks by and he just goes... Patrick Mahomes walks by him? No, we walk by Pat Mahomes and he goes, I fucking love you, man. <laughs> just keeps walking. He's like, hey, thanks, dude. And that was before he even... Uh, before he even started He playing. had like a couple starts right at the, yeah. end of the, the end of the previous season. He got the touch of the slick and became MVP. Nice work, Chris. I'm sure that... 
uh, pat on the back was all you and... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that kid, I feel like everybody talks about him like is he's going to be like the next one, you know? He, he has the talent. He is amazing, but... You don't think he he's gonna be a guy to win six? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think in order to do what the Patriots have done, you have to have that amazing quarterback and coach relationship. Yeah. And I don't really believe in Andy Reid, the Walrus. Um, <laughs> he always gets it done like halfway through the season, then it's can't yeah. get can't get it done in the playoffs. Right. I mean, he was close. Yeah. But in, in the end, he did only win one playoff game. Yeah. But. And it did come down to a coin flip. And Rams-Chiefs would have been a great game because it was the best, probably one of the best games I've ever seen in the regular season when they played each other. But alas, it did not happen, and we were stuck with the most boring Super Bowl that I've ever seen probably. Well, I wouldn't say the most boring. Seahawks-Broncos? Seahawks-Broncos was the most boring because of how much of a blowout that was. But this one was just... It was close. I mean, it was a game in the fourth quarter. Wasn't it like the first scoring opportunity a missed field goal? Yeah. That was crazy. Gaskowski missed one, which never happens. Very weird. Hmm. Yeah, wasn't a big fan. Well, you know, what can you do? All we can do is sit and watch. And complain how boring. (laughs) Complain and piss Trey Wien go off some more. Uh, (laughs) Poor guy. What was your favorite commercial? Ooh, that's what I, I mean. I like so to explain the situation that Brian and I usually watch the Super Bowl in every year. It's at Benny's, um, our like local bar we all go to, and I don't know about you, but I don't really catch much of the Super Bowl. Like I catch some glimpses. I don't watch any of the commercials because I'm too busy talking to everybody. Yeah, you can't really hear them. And I didn't, <laughs> and, I, and I should have watched a recap before this podcast, but I didn't see many commercials. The only one I remember is the Game of Thrones one. Yeah. Which I thought was, I mean, I'm, I'm into it, but I was really shocked that they crushed a guy's skull on TV. That was so weird. Yeah. I heard that... But uh, they did do it on the in the show. <laughs> yeah, but the show is on HBO, yeah. which has got, like, mature ratings and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Not something everyone Was sees. bold. Was bold. <laughs> for sure. And then I, 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 I heard on a podcast today that uh, Bud Light didn't want the Bud Light Night to be destroyed by the dragon at the end. But Game of Thrones said they wouldn't let them do the commercial unless they killed the Bud Night Light. Or Bud, <laughs> Bud Light Night. Bud. <laughs> Too hearted, baby. <laughs> Halfway through the first one. Uh, Bud Light Night. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, got, got his head crushed by uh, the mountain. That's weird. Do you think uh, Bud Light's going to be in the, uh, in the new season? Uh, yeah, Final I, season, I, the Bud Light honestly, is going to uh, take, <laughs> would you take be, the Iron Throne. Would you be that surprised <laughs> if they uh, Game of Thrones like really sold out for the last season? Well, yeah, of course, that would be terribly surprising. But it would also be hilarious, so I'm kind of rooting for it. Cersei invents Bud Light, gets control of the realm because of how popular the beer is. <laughs> Cause, because they put nutrition labels on their stuff. Like, what a what a ridiculous thing to advertise for. Like I don't know if you've seen any yeah. of the, the newer Bud Light commercials, but they're just like advertising that they're putting an ingredients label on their shit. Who yeah. fucking cares? You know what you're drinking. It's been the same forever and it sucks. <laughs> I mean it's true. Like that's all they got going for them. Like the dilly dilly was like the peak. 
Yeah. It's like when Bitcoin was big. It's like, oh, you should have sold now. Yeah, I, told, I warned everybody stopped. about that. <laughs> they should just stop. I, I heard someone tell me there is no way this can fail. It's no, it's it's fail proof. I'm like, okay, sure. It takes uh, the, as much electricity as it takes to run the country of Denmark to power the servers. But yeah, you know, and you know, you don't think anyone else is going to make a cryptocurrency? It's not like this no, is yeah. like it's, regulated. It's the MySpace, so it's like they're just. Everybody's got to make one till they find the one that works. Yeah, we need the Facebook of uh, cryptocurrency to come out. All right, it's true. It's true. But yeah, um, so NFL off season, we got some exciting things going on. We don't know what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. Brown Bell. One thing I do want to get to that Kyle. Uh, what's his name? The dude who won the uh, the uh, Heisman from Oklahoma. Oh, Kyler Murray. Is he going to the NFL or MLB? Um, well, it depends what he wants to do because, well, ob- obviously. He but, already got drafted by the A's, yeah. like top 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like reworking a deal so he they'll pay him more than like they normally would pay like a rookie or something. Yeah. So he's in a unique, I think he'll be in the NFL. But Does he have to decide before the, the draft? draft? No. Um, he can change his mind. But what he can do, because he's in a very unique position. Because like spring training starts end of this month yeah baseball. i mean he can still do training and he can just change he can do whatever he wants i think oh i didn't it's yeah just, i didn't know if like there's just a matter of giving back money or whatnot right okay like he can make more money faster in the nfl but you know baseball you have longer careers you they, get paid they won't like, let him do the bo jackson thing where he like played a baseball game and a football game in the same day yeah i doubt for the that. braves and, uh, <laughs> and the falcons not no i i really doubt that that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it maybe especially not from the quarterback position. But um he's in a position where he can literally tell teams if you draft me, I'm going to go play baseball. So like he can pretty much decide which team he wants to play for. Dude, I remember when John Elway did that. Yeah. He was going to play for the Yankees. Like cuz I say he wants to play for the Broncos. He could say, "Hey, every other team, if you draft me, you're going to waste your draft pick. I will go play baseball." And then I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. This wouldn't happen, but it could theoretically. Then the Broncos could just take him in the seventh round, and not waste any of their other draft picks on this player. And it depends on how bold the other teams are going to be about forcing his hand to go play baseball. Because regardless, you're wasting a pick if you know he's not going to play for you. It's kind of unfair. So we'll see what happens with that. What would you do if you were him? I'd play baseball. I'd play football. I just that. I mean, it's. At this point, man, like that sport's just so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, football—it's got a lot of you got a lot of worries about like health issues, concussions, and whatnot. But and it, start... I mean, just the way that league's run too by that commissioner, mm. and it's like the fans are kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I just think like, I... the media around it's so intense. Just fo- like. football, like he's Cause... going to be a supreme star. Yeah, like because he's plays the most popular position. Right. He's electric. Baseball. I mean, I don't know how good he is at baseball, but um, I heard that he'd that it, they were saying he'd be a center fielder with probably a you know. I mean, he was taking top ten, like they weren't yeah. gonna have a good long career, but yeah. I mean, baseball it's... really wants him because they want his star power and his name. Yeah. But baseball also you have to pay play a hundred and sixty games a year. Um, good point. I I don't know a lot of travel. It's a lot less on your body, but. It's also it's just it's just the star power from football. And baseball's a sport that's dying. Young people don't like baseball. That's like I want to be 
in my mind, who I am as a person, I, I want to be popular and I want to <laughs> love me. I want, yeah, I want that. Uh, you know, I want to be able to, like, the best baseball player of all time. Who's that? Or the best baseball player right now? Mike Trout? Um, let's say him, or I really like Mookie Betts in mm-hmm. Boston. I think he was like the AL MVP. Yeah, I can't tell you what but Mookie I think Betts it's probably, looks like. Everybody would say Mike Trout. I, I, I can. Or Bryce Harper, I, I guess? Can, I can't even really tell you what, what Trout or Harper like look like. They, but I can tell you what every single NFL player looks like that plays fantasy football. Like, <laughs> I don't know, generic white guys, handsome. Yeah. <laughs> white guys. You, make, you do make more money in baseball, and the contracts are guaranteed. But but those contracts are insane, too. They're talking like 10 years, $400 million for mm. Bryce Harper. Like a 10-year contract. I think the the longest contract you can sign in, like, the country is a 12 year or something yeah you know um i just think i don't know baseball's just so boring to me unless you're at the game he i know you're more passionate about i've been talking about even playing like yeah i know i know he's more passionate about football because it's a much more passionate sport and you have to be or else you won't be good at it um and yeah I don't know. Everyone talks about football. The idea of playing in a Super Bowl sounds so much more exciting than playing in a World Series. Especially when you're not... Because like, if, you're, if you're a quarterback playing in the Super Bowl, you are like almost the, the story. Yeah, almost almost favorite all the time to win Super Bowl MVP. Unless yeah. you have a bad game like Brady did and Goff did and Painting Manning did that one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you if if you can do anything, no, I know what you're saying though. It's kind of like it is probably the most popular sport. NBA maybe second Mm. or popular league. I really, really want Kyler Murray to go to the Giants because him and uh, Saquon Barkley, him Saquon and Odell together. Oh, fucking elect and Evan Ingram too. I forget about Odell. I just feel like he's always hurt or just doesn't want to be there. Well, yeah. Would you want to be catching passes from? Fucking Eli Manning. No. <laughs> but, yeah. All Seems right. like a boring guy. We do have to move on from football and talk about some NBA stuff. Brian, I know that you are super passionate yes. about this, and you are very knowledgeable in this. So There's let's talk lot. about this. Uh, these trades that have happened. Trade deadline ends uh, on the 7th, so Thursday at like 3 or something. Let's talk about the big one, the Porzingis trade. Porzingis to Dallas. Which is I've been reading a lot on like what happened, and I guess him and his brother, who's his agent, were like saying like, "Hey, like there was a meeting between like management and all that, and they're like, hey, yeah, like trade, trade us, or uh, we're just gonna go to Spain and rehab and just, you know, opt out." Porzingis said this. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. He made like a list of teams he wanted to be traded to, which he has no control over really. They don't yeah. care. It was like the Nets. Which I heard the Nets were going to offer him like a fat contract this offseason. Why would the Nets? Why would he want to go to the Nets? They're young and they have a lot of cap room. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah. And, like, and they're they, a New York market? Yeah. And uh, them and then like the Clippers he said he wanted to go to. They went to Dallas and now he's playing with Luka Doncic who's like the future of the NBA. Yeah. Like, there's never been a European star who's been this hype. Porzingis this, is European, right? Yeah, but this good right away. Mm. Like, Porzingis was averaging, 
Like Porzingis is a different story. He's seven four. He's the tallest guy in basketball next to Boban. He's seven four. He averaged, I think, fourteen, then sixteen, then twenty two, like in those three seasons, but you know, blew out his ACL, so it's kinda be, be interesting. But like fucking Luca's averaging like twenty six and six already. Like the kid's been pro since he's like fifteen. And Luca's got like an amazing name. Yeah. He's gonna be good for a long time and I I'm really excited to see them play. I don't care what you say. A name can give you a little bit more on uh, your star power. Than, oh, that's true. Luca. Than sports. Like, Luca's sweet. Like, that's why, he's, I mean, this might not be, Seth Curry's amazing, but he's also got a sweet-ass name. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck's amazing. Also has a sweet-ass name. Yeah. You know, which, you know, here's a fun question. What's the worst-named superstar? Probably LeBron James. That's pretty boring. But mm. that's why he goes by LeBron. King James, yeah. Uh, the worst name... I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, Dirk. <laughs> Tall baller from the G. Um, but yeah. Oh, so Porzingis on. <laughs> That's the... crazy. And yeah, Dennis Smith went to the Knicks, which, like, everybody thought they were gonna the Knicks were gonna draft Dennis Smith. Yeah. <laughs> but last year, but they drafted Frank Nielakita, so it's yeah. A weird trade, but they got two future first round picks. They got so... Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, who they probably won't re-sign. Yeah. Um, I mean the the Knicks are set up to sign two big guys, right? Yeah, so it's it's favored that KD's gonna go there. That's oh. like the favorite, and then everybody else is just, you know, Kyrie's spectacle. Everybody else is like up in the air, but they want KD for sure. So big free agents this year. Who are they? This is a big year for free agency. Jimmy right? Butler, Clay, KD, uh, Boogie. Uh, I think uh, Chris Middleton, maybe Toby Harris, um, Valencia Yunus, or not Valencia Yunus, uh, Nikola Vucevic down in Orlando who's having a career year, first time All-Star. Mm-hmm. He might get dealt. Yeah, well, they, yeah. Might as well. I mean, tank until you can make it. Yeah, I mean, Orlando's just... Honestly, I don't even know how to win in the NBA anymore. You kind of, <laughs> It's kind of out of the franchise's control. I mean, look at, like, yeah, look at AD. Yeah, the Pelicans want four future first-round picks for Anthony Davis, and the Lakers are saying that's too much. The Rockets offered four first-round picks for Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. to the Minnesota Wolves, and they said no. Yeah, um, like it's just so bizarre. Like all these demands that are going on for these players, like Mike Conley and Marcus Soller are rumored to go to like, like it just happened, like a. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Jonas Valanciunas to Toronto uh, from Toronto to Memphis from Mike Conley and Marcus All mm. that o- that offer just happened. I guess uh, Memphis didn't want to do it. Yeah, and I guess uh, Detroit's trying to get Mike Conley. They're trying uh. to get rid of uh, Drummond and Jackson Blake. Blake wants to be here. He wants to. He wants to build. If we, if, I heard. It, I Tom Gores is really trying to help me. He's like, I talked to Blake. He's having a career year, but if you're not winning, nobody gives a shit. That's all this guy wants to do. Like if you're, but I I heard that um, Gore's personally shot down a couple of deals for Drummond under Stan Van Gundy, which I guess would be before we got Blake. But yeah, um, somebody in the West, like scouts in the West, said if the Pistons were to make him available, they could get two first round picks for him. Honestly, we should. I th- I mean I I actually I actually, I actually like not, Blake Griffin now. But you're not you're not gonna make the playoffs with Drummond. You're gonna make the playoffs with Blake. Like yeah. Drummond is, 
I, we, need I, to, we need to get rid of Drummond. I'd get rid of Drummond and Jackson. Yeah. Like, Jackson's past six games, like, he's been playing incredible, like, the past six games, which mm. is fucking great because it's, right. like, the trade deadline soon, so if it's... Maybe he wants to get traded. Let's get rid of him. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, people... Like, the game where they won... They blew the lead against the Pelicans and, like, came back to win in the fourth quarter, and Blake's just like, yeah, no, this sucked. Like, I don't like... Weren't they up at, like, 25? That was uh, that was the Clippers, and they lost that. But it was it was something similar where they were up big, and the Pelicans came back, and he's just like, yeah. this is unacceptable. Like, we, we do this constantly, and Jackson comes in, like, photobombs. Yeah, I saw that. And he's just like, dude, get the, he's tired of losing. And it was rumored that he did ask for a trade, but he, like, said no. Like, mm. I want to be here and try to win because... Like, at the end of the day, you want to just be appreciated. And he, had, yeah. he did this, like, sit down with, I think, Slam Magazine, where it's just like, yeah, like, I'm out of the spotlight, which is kind of good. And I just, the fan base is, it doesn't look like people go to the games, but. Oh, they don't. That's that's it's, why. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just tough. Man. It will be there. We are, we that's are a passionate I, fan base for a winning team. I feel like you just keep Blake and Dill's contracts up because he's the best player on the team. You're not going to, mm. you're not going to. Unless they just trade him and tank for Zion and just lose out. That would be amazing. Right now we have, I think we're in 7th or 8th for lottery. And the odds for getting a, a top 3 pick are much better this year. Yeah, well, we, we should do that. That's why I want us to trade Drummond, trade Reggie, you know, get rid of those contracts. You, That's why like, Maybe get a first round pick out of it. I don't even care if we get anyone back. I feel like, like We're not going to be able to the, sign Bullock back. We're not... We, we, maybe we can unload John Lure too, or too. Like that's the thing about Drummond. He's the he's young and he does have a big contract. But him just being young and can still he hasn't really been injured. You know. Yeah. That's why I feel like he's I mean, he could grow, the most attractive offer. He can mature, have. but like it's it's not even about like him himself. It's about him meshing with Blake. And it's just you can't you don't win with two bigs in the league anymore. You need shooters. And I you don't need, know. I mean, I, I like I know they're two different bigs, but it's. Like, imagine if Boogie didn't tear his Achilles in Nor- in uh, New Orleans. Like, mm. Boogie's definitely a three-point shooting center, but him yeah. and Davis, yeah, they could win. Right, but the, Drummond just has, three has point, to... It's that three-point shot. Yeah, dude, he has to develop his game, and that's what he was trying to do, and mm. you just see, like, he's like, oh, I got snubbed from an all-star roster spot. It's like, maybe in the first couple months, you were playing great, but you just you just right. watch him, and it's, he's just lazy out there, man. It's like, he doesn't... Doesn't He's have like, that drive. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You you need someone. You need someone like as passionate as like Clay Thompson. Like that that guy. Like whenever they're down, they are, he's just trying to shoot them back into it, and he does sometimes. Yeah. Beer number two. Entertainment. I don't know if that was the best example of passion, but no, that's I mean, what I went for. Um, I feel like there are more like more trades going on too. Oh, Rodney Hood went to Portland. Oh, it was official? Yeah. For for like Nick Stockis, uh Wade Snelden and a second round pick or it was like a lot for Rodney Hood. But yeah. he, he could he could bounce back. Yeah, well we will see. But uh There's a lot gonna go down, I feel like. There's uh there's there's too much to talk about with sports right now, which really? is which is refreshing, but uh we have to move on, Brian. We have to talk okay. about, you know, and I know we didn't talk about this before, but we need to talk about the Academy Awards and uh, how much we don't give a shit about them. Uh, unless you do. Would I shock you by that? 
No. Um, what'd you say? Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, so we need to talk about the Academy Awards. Okay. Uh, the Oscars, as some may call when it. When are they again? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> You're kind of over them, right? Yeah, it's all like... It's all politics now. Oh, for sure. It, like, it always has been, but now it's known. The one movie I really want to see that's nominated is that the, the, the favorite. Yeah, you were talking about this on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's nominated for like 10 Oscars, and it's by the dude who did The Lobster and The Killing of a Sacred Deer, and... Yeah. Mm. I, w- I want to see Roman. I tried watching that, but... It's... That's like the favorite, right? Yeah, and it's all... It, it looked really good, but it was late, and I just didn't want to read, like, a movie, you know, because it's all subtitles, because it's in Spanish. But right. that, I hear, should win. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just... So I'm, in, I'm trying to pull up a, a list right now. We're going to see the best picture. I, re- I like Bohemian Rhapsody, but I guess, like, uh, like the whole Brian Singer thing, like, he was director, then he got fired because he's crazy and, like... A sex offender or something. Me Too movement strikes again. Well, like, he was like diddling boys, like little oh, boys, damn. or something. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's still Me Too, but that's something. That's something. It's like Kevin that's something Spacey. Terrible. Kevin, Kevin Spacey shit. Man. Yeah. Okay, so I got the list of best picture. We're gonna go through these. Yep. Black Panther. Kind of surprising that that's on the list, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't like superhero movies. Like, did that you see was, that one? Yeah, that one was cool, but I just like I'm kind of worn out of like and i didn't really understand it because it was like i didn't know who the characters were yeah and you just kind of like go into the movie right away expecting to know these people right but uh it's probably it's it's one of the first movies with like an overwhelmingly majority black cast yeah no i mean it was it was cool and it's a great film and important and I don't really. What was his deal? Like he didn't want to share all the all the power that uh, Wakanda had. Yeah, yeah, like Killmonger, or um, Michael B. Jordan, the actor, uh, wanted to like use his power to like help black culture in the world and like yeah, kind of be like a vigilante for black culture. And which you know, I I understand that, which is why I like this movie because like most of her movies, it's like like I've said before, it's like if you don't do this, the world will end. So you yeah. have you don't really have a choice like you need a choice in movies to make an emotional connection to it and yeah. like and uh t'challa um i forget the actor that plays him but uh he didn't see it the same way as killmonger oh you mean chadwick yeah that, Chadwick Bosman. yeah yeah no he thought uh like the people would just take advantage of it and use it yeah, he wanted to yeah. protect what he already had, and like, I, yeah, I, I, which, I can see no, both sides, and that's, no, why, yeah. that's what that's what makes that, a good movie. Yeah, yeah no, I, I just haven't like. You're just not into superhero movies. That and it came out like almost a year ago now. It feels like yeah, probably coming like March, March yeah. or April. Yeah, so I just I kind of forgot about it. Mm. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I heard it's a dark horse to win. That would be weird. Really? That would be great. I mean, that's probably got to be. That's the only Marvel movie that's ever been nominated for Best Picture. That would be yeah. Wow. Yeah. But also, I feel like, like a movie like Get Out is better. I feel like that oh, yeah, that movie sure. should have won Best Picture compared yeah, to a, a the uh, the sh- yeah the Shape of Water one. Like, yeah, I only saw that on a plane, and I'm sure it was massively edited because they can't show like it just it mean it's cool, but it's like not like a Best Picture worthy in right. my opinion. Uh, so next we got Black Klansman. I didn't see that. Did not see it, so we won't talk about it. Um, Spike Bo- Lee, though. Spike Lee's cool. 
I heard it was good. Um, I heard it was like a. Oh, it's it's. It, I didn't realize it's black KKK Klansman. <laughs> yeah, it's about the uh, the black detective that goes undercover as a KKK Klansman. Oh, really? Like he gets like a white police officer to, to do the, like the meetings. The in person meetings. Yeah, but uh, he's like the mastermind of it, I guess. Then we got Bohemian Rhapsody. I saw that on a plane. Pretty, um, pretty good. I was I'm liked not, it. Like, a didn't huge, didn't love it. Yeah, but. I'm not a huge Queen fan, so I didn't. It was cool. Like I was like, oh, dude, I didn't know this song was by them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I saw Kaylin. She's a huge Queen fan, so she really enjoyed it. But I hear he's like the favorite to win. Rami Malek. Yeah. I love Mr. Robot. Uh, so yeah, I was I gonna say Mr. Robot. Um, I don't know. I don't. I can't even tell you what was missing from that movie, but something was missing. I know. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's because I saw it on a plane, and I know they take yeah. shit out. I don't know what I missed, but I don't know. Like the uh, the live aid part was really cool. Um. Okay. Then we got um the favorite. That's the one I want to see. The, neither of us have seen, so can't really talk about that. Um. Roma, the favorite to win. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Black and white film. It's in a different language, right? It's yeah, Spanish. Takes place in Mexico in like the seventies. Um, and then Green Book, have you seen that? No, Viggo Mortensen and um, the guy from season three of True Detective. Um, and then we got A Star Is Born. Have you seen that? Did you see that? No. You didn't see that? No. Is there a reason? Uh, it looks sad. It is sad. I did cry during it. Um, but it was amazing, and that would be that would be who would I what I would vote for if I had to vote for one. But the only thing going against it is that it's uh, it, it's the fifth remake of this movie. Yeah. Which yeah, is... I heard uh, people were upset that Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated for Best Director, but it's like... Oh, he didn't? Yeah, maybe don't direct for your first thing a, a remake. Yeah. Like, uh, you should look at the Best Directors. Because, yeah. like, one of them's like this Polish guy who directed the foreign film. Yeah, Cold War. We're gonna we're gonna look at that next. Okay. We got best director, and we got Vice. Did you see that? Uh, I wanted to, but didn't. You know what? Dick Cheney and Christian Bale have the same birthday. Do they? Yeah, <laughs> Christian Bale who plays Dick Cheney in the film. Yeah, he's that <laughs> method man. All right. So out of these, I mean, I think was that it? Yeah, that's it. What? I think um, that's weird. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody won the Golden Globes, right? Yeah. So I would give that a chance. I give Black Panther a chance because of one article I read. Roma's probably going to win it. I don't know how a star is born. It's not going to be up there, and I could see Vice winning. I don't know anything about Green Book or the favorite. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think Black. Like, I think of Bohemian Rhapsody and and Star is Born were in the same category for Best Picture because the Golden Globes does like musical comedy Best Picture, then like drama. Or something, best picture. Got you. Okay, so best director, we got Alfonso Curran from Roma, he, Yorgos Lanthimos for uh, the favorite, Spike yeah. Lee, Black Klansman, Adam McKay, um, Vice, and Paul Polowski for Cold War. No idea what that is. That's a, a Polish foreign film. Okay. That's nominated for best foreign film. And no? this dude got nominated for best director. Like, that's kind of, that's, that's wild. Well, I yeah. Out of like every other director to nominate, they just nominate. It, it it's gonna be on a uh, Amazon Prime and 
Oh, okay. Gonna check it out. It's also, I think, in black and white, and it's about, like, the, uh, I don't know, Polish and Cold War stuff. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, I but mean... But it I, looks cool. I can't give you anything on these, because I haven't seen any of these movies that they directed, so... My bad, have guys. You been, have you been more into TV lately? I'm, of course, more into TV. I've always been a TV person over movies. Um, the only, we, I just, just want to get through Best Actress and Best Actor, and then we can move on. Oh, but, um, for sure. Uh, Yalitza uh, Parisio? Uh, Parisio? For Roma? Oh, wait. is that Are you doing Actress? Yeah. She, I guess she was like a school teacher, and this is the first movie she ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. Kind of hope she... Well, I, I would hope she win if the one I want to win wasn't on here. Um, Glenn Close from The Wife. I, I don't know. I, I heard. I know who Glenn Close is, but I've never heard of the movie. Olivia Coleman from The Favorite. Oh yeah, I heard. I mean, that's the movie I want to see. And the one I want to win, Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born. Always liked Lady Gaga, and I loved her in the movie. And yeah, I don't know. I just want her to win. Really want her to win. She won a Golden Globe, yeah. Did she? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, good. And Melissa McCarthy from Can You Forgive Me? I don't like Melissa McCarthy, so... I didn't even... Go fuck right off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then we got Best Actor, Christian Bale from Vice. Bradley Cooper from A Star Is Born has been nominated. Oh, good for him. Um, Willem Dafoe from At Attorney's Gate. Oh, dude, I want to see that. That's about a... Um, um, uh, Van Gogh. Oh. It's like during his... like. Last, I think his last days. Willem Dafoe playing Van Gogh. Yeah, too 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 rhymey for me. <laughs> <laughs> Remy Malik from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, he did really good in that. Um, and Viggo Mortensen from Green Book. Haven't I've only seen Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born. Love Viggo Mortensen though. I would probably take Remy Malik over Bradley Cooper. What about uh? I, I think haven't, a I haven't seen the other ones, but. Oh. What about supporting? Supporting, we got Amy Adams from Vice, Maria D. Tarvia from Roma, Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone, The Favorite, and Rachel Weiss, The Favorite. Wow. And then we got to see this favorite movie. It's all, yeah, it's a female, like, female leads. I mean, if it's going to be from... Um, and it's all in, like, the... Like, I'm not sure what time period in England but you know where they wear the powdered wigs and I just think it's so funny that's that's how like people dress back then it's like that was the fit man yeah. let's all wear makeup that's gonna be our hoodies from the early 2000s <laughs> <laughs> uh, with them for best supporting actor we got Mahershala Ali Ooh, True Detective season 3 we will transition to that immediately after this yes. from Green Book Adam Driver I really like Adam Driver what's um, he nominated for? Black Klansman what? Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Sam Elliott, A Star is Born, he was good in that. Sam Elliott? Wait. Mm-hmm. Like the old guy? Yeah. Wow. He was really good in that. He was. He played uh, Bradley Cooper's brother. Um, oh. Richard E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me? No idea. Um, Sam Rockwell from Vice. Sam Rockwell. Good old boy. Yeah, then the rest of these, it seems like it's all the same couple of movies. Wait, what got, what got writing? I know the Ballad of Buster Scruggs got the uh, that adapted screenplay for the Coens. Do you mean oh, best original or best adapted screenplay? Yeah, that's on here. Um, Star is Born. That. Love that movie. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman. If Beale could, Street could ever talk, can you ever forgive me? But Brian, we do have to talk about True Detective season two or season three, not season two. We don't need to talk about that one actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> Though that one did have uh, my favorite actors in it, like. 
I've always loved Rachel McAdams and I always have loved, or not always, I just have recently started loving Colin Farrell. But uh, I just watched In Bruges. You ever seen that? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like that movie. Yeah. That it was, was good. good. <laughs> that got nominated for Best Original Screenplay. When did that come out? Like, Probably 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. 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 I, I would say like 2008, but I, I could be off. I just watched it and it was really good. But yeah, um, That's a good one. It's dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but True Detective Season 3, starring Mahersha Ali and I don't know anyone else's name in that movie. St- what is or it? that show. Steven. Dolph, Dolph. Is that the his... the the partner? Yeah, the guy looks like Dennis Quaid. Yeah, <laughs> kind he's, of. <laughs> he's good in it too, man. Mm. He's really good. Yeah. No. Uh, so, what do you think about this season so far? We're half about halfway through, probably. Very good. Very similar to season one. Yeah. And the three storylines and how it's all coming back and cases reopening. And... Yeah, it's but like it's they, good. It's, it's good. It's like they just like realized that they had a good formula for season one and season two they tried to branch out, which I like that they tried to branch out, but they didn't execute it very well. Um, but I, I can't even really tell you what happened in season two. I don't, I've, I've watched it all, but I don't really remember much. I tried rewatching it. Like I'm going to try, but... Mm. But yeah, season... I don't know, that first <laughs> line when Vince Vaughn is just like, never do anything out of hunger even eating and then there's this pause and the guy like looks all right <laughs> I'm like are you supposed to laugh at this <laughs> uh i don't know yeah but season three three different storylines 1980 1990 1990 and 2015 and there's that uh that reference to season one two and in, in episode four i believe of season mm-hmm. three where they show a, a little laptop matthew mcconaughey woody harrelson yeah, confirming that it takes place in one universe. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, also means that we can't have any uh, sci-fi twists, which I was always rooting for in season one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, but how do you? How are you liking this? Um, I like it. It's yeah. good. Um, you know, it's not exactly my my taste of shows, whatnot, because you like yeah, like I previously mentioned, I always like a sci-fi element to it. That's just what I'm into, but. Whenever a show is doesn't have that, and I can still get into it, that means, at least in my mind, that it's good. Um, because like, just because this isn't my favorite thing I've ever watched, if I like it and it's not my preference, then it's got to be good. It's it's got to have some good elements to it, and it does have a little bit of sci-fi with like, uh, what's the what's Mahershala's character's name? Purple Haze. Purple Haze. <laughs> seeing uh, seeing all these like Vietnam ghosts and whatnot. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, he's just tripping out when he's an old man. Like mm. he's losing it. Yeah, this last episode that just came out when they was talking to his partner when they were both like really old, and also great job making them look old. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I kind of wish. I mean, what is it? The Emmys that does like the TV stuff. Emmys and Golden Globes, but yeah, most most Emmys I think does all TV. Yeah, only TV. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wish I liked the Emmys more then because that's more what I'm into. Well, I mean... You need a better marketing campaign. Yeah. There's just too many award shows, man. Yeah. They're all just... It's all kind of bullshit. Yeah. Ju- judging art is kind of stupid anyway, but... <laughs> what is what is fucking uh, Jake Gyllenhaal saying that Velvet Buzzsaw movie, the new Netflix movie, mm-hmm. critique is so limiting and emotionally draining? Uh, I, I don't even know what this is. Oh. Is it already out? Yeah, it's about... He's an art... 
like curator. Oh, okay. And uh, I want to. I'm gonna try to watch it again. I just watched it late, and I was just like, this is like, I don't know. The art comes alive and kind of possesses people or something. So it it sounds like it could be cool, but just the way it's done and from what I've seen, I'm like, it doesn't even look like it's edited well, or the visuals don't look cool. But it's by the same dude who did a uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, okay. Which, I like that movie. Yeah, I like that a lot. But the other buzz saw is one of the more fucked up characters in a movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so season three, uh, this last episode was probably the best uh, of the season so far. Yeah, with the giant uh, shootout. Yeah, giant shootout, like really emotional shit going on, like especially with like uh, um, Purple Haze. I mean, we don't know. I don't remember his his true name and his wife and I, I like, like all that remember. shit going on. Yeah, I'm like not good with names. Like mm-hmm. I should start like writing shit down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I thought the part where it's like he uh, confronted, you know, the Native American guy who mm-hmm. is who's also a vet and was just kind of like very weird and loopy and I'm gonna count to three in my head. Just blew everybody up and so many people got fucking killed. I was like, what? What is happening? I was shocked for a second. Yeah. Like, this dude's just standing around, just gets popped, like... And I wonder... I like how it's building to, like, something fucked up happened that they did that... Yeah. He's like, do you do you remember how what you did? Right. You hurt me. Kind of reminds me of season one when, like, Woody and... Fucked uh, his wife. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I was going to refer to when Woody and McConaughey went to that place and, like, killed everybody and then had to, like, make it look like... It was a shootout, oh. like by shooting into like the fields and whatnot. Wayne and Roland, Wayne Hayes and Roland West. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot of ties to the first season in terms of storytelling. Um, Whoa! Not necessarily a bad thing, but not necessarily. It's not going to capture the same amount of joy as the first season because we've already seen this before. But it's well, still going to be good. What? So the past two episodes of the first episodes that have been directed by the show's writer and creator, Nick Pizzolatio. Oh, okay. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so he wrote the entire first season, right? He wrote the entire first season. Second season, he wrote all of it, but HBO had other people who come in and help write some episodes Come too. in and fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> and this one, I think, I think he might have written all of it by himself again. <laughs> or... Uh, no, there's been other, there were other people on it, but I'm like, this is the first season since 2015. Oh, oh, so it's been yeah, like, it's been four like years. four years. Yeah. It doesn't feel that long, but. It almost like just straight got canceled after season two. Yeah. Which is that shocking. That how bad season two was. <laughs> but like, that, it's not that, it's like people expected. Season one again? Yeah, because you remember that episode where it was like, uh, it foreshadows the end of the, of the last episode in season two where you like. Colin Farrell talks with his dad, and there's that girl singing on stage. It's like you got all these tall trees, and it's like this crazy dream. Mm-hmm. Like all the articles you'd read about that, it's like we're getting closer to getting back to Carcosa. Like, this episode's <laughs> indicate, and it's like no, like it's a separate, separate storyline. We don't have to yeah. go back to Carcosa. We can invent something new for this. I mean, and she was just supposed to be like an L.A. noir, like business deals kind of mm. thing. And people just, yeah, it was a bold take. It was, it was definitely gonna be hard for whatever storyline he was gonna throw out. Yeah, so that was the highest watched debut show on HBO ever. 
True Detective season one or two? One. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the debut was like... That's interesting. That's a great show, man. I mean, season one was amazing. Season three has been pretty good. Season two was not good. But, uh, you know, it's an anthology series, so there's not many of those out there. What do you think is going to happen in this... this, uh... Because, should we say spoiler alert and just start spoiling? We've, we kind of already have been, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, this is Split Six yeah. podcast tradition. We spoil the shit out of everything. So, with the, what's her name? The the girl who went missing. Okay. In 2015. Ju- Julia or Julie? Um. So, she's still missing. Yeah. Like, in 2015. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's, like, it's that's weird, because, like... Uh, and what about that phone call with with like the dad where she's like don't tell that guy what he did or something like he like, did he's pretending to be my dad like it may like that phone call was it supposed to make us think that the dad is doing something weird yeah yeah okay. makes me think like that that hole in the boys room maybe was somehow he was involved in that and do you think he killed the stepbrother I could see that because he was the stepbrother staying in the, uh, or was it the stepbrother or the cousin, the guy who was yeah. like living in that room. Right, but also that guy was like still around when that was all found out. So if if he did no, but he died him, in like ninety though, right? I think so, but like when that was first found out, like so he was still around, yeah, in eighty. So unless he killed the stepbrother because he was trying to hide something. Like, but I don't know. I don't. The, the dad seems believable to me as a character. Scoot McNary, he's great. Mm. So I don't know. I I. I don't I, know the whole it, religion. Well, thing, if we if, if we go by season one, like because this has been similar to season one, um, we're not gonna know the the killer has not been introduced yet. Uh, in season one, he was introduced in like episode two. Was he? Episode three, yeah. He was on oh, the lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so you, didn't, you didn't see the one side of his face. And yeah, he was sitting down and he was all dirty. So Matt McConaughey didn't even know. Yeah. He was mowing the lawns. I so, mean, it could be the dad. I mean, the pose for the photo, uh, the mm-hmm. way the, uh, the boy was posed. Yeah. I mean, the mom, I guess, but she's dead. Mom's dead. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird because, like, I think the first season, like, it took place in three different timelines, right? Yeah. But, but it, the the latest timeline was not as far ahead as this one is. It took place in 95, 2002, and 2012. Oh, so it did? But, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I mean, I just, I just rewatched it. Mahershala just seems so much older than what I remember um, fucking 80. McConaughey and Harrelson being. Well, it took place... Well, Season three takes place in 1980, 1990, then 2015. Yeah, that's like a big, big jump. That's a 25-year jump between the... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's got to end with... It's it's got to end with the 2015 storyline, right? Because... Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense otherwise. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't, just, I don't how, know. just how season one did. I don't know how it will end. I'm, I'm guessing it will probably end with uh, uh, Purple Haze's son figuring out some shit well like that's the thing it's like because if, if purple haze can't remember anything because he has alzheimer's or whatnot dementia dementia and uh i don't know i don't really know how this is gonna work it just doesn't like what i don't know i just there's no like cult thing going on like there was like devil worship in season one so it's mm-hmm. like who i just want to know what happened to this town the ozarks 
The Ozarks. Aren't, isn't that where it takes place? Like the Ozarks of Missouri or something? I don't know. I didn't. I just. You make me think of the show Ozark that I haven't yeah. watched, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, yeah, what what's going on with this daughter? Like, what? why is she missing? Why is she freaking out? Why does she still think her brother's alive? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's not the real daughter. Um, that I, would just be pointless. But the fingerprints match, so. Yeah. I don't. I, you know, I don't know. It, that, that's what a good show leaves questions unanswered that we can't figure out. So. That's true. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just, just uh, wondering. We have questions. We should talk about another HBO show, Brian. A show that you want to bitch about. And let's talk about <sighs> Game of Thrones and their final season. We we are talking about this because they just released new footage during the Super Bowl, I believe, or they at least had that commercial. Wait, did they release new footage? I don't. I feel like I, I heard that. Know, man. Well, why don't you bitch about it for a second? You know, you take two years off to film six episodes and say how it's like the longest the show is ever going to be. But in reality, it's just a th- <laughs> the six episodes are just two. It's just two movies combined, like three episodes each. It, it, you're not getting any. You're not getting more out of it. You're, you're saying you're filming these battles for so long. I don't know. I'm going in expecting to be disappointed by the writing. Because last season was so bad, like that Winterfell shit, and Littlefinger getting killed was like, yeah, he's gonna die, but what was his end game? It's like, what was his end game, Littlefinger, that boy? Yeah, uh, and the I, whole like Arya being a serial killer with faces, like American Psycho. The like, magic of the faces thing is like a little far fetched, but I mean, like, I just, it makes sense in the context of the books, but the show, I don't feel like it accurately. Our friend James sent me a video about this guy just ripping on um, this last season. And I guess he was just saying, like, the the writers just, yeah, seemed tired and just mm-hmm. gave in to the fan, the fandom of it. And it's, I don't know, I, I was, you, you got to try to imagine what they're feeling like the most popular show in the world. Yeah. It's become the most popular show somehow. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's you like, know how you it it, it was great. Like, but but it's like imagine like being under that spotlight. It's like yeah, my everybody wants to see you go for ten years or something. But it's like fuck, man. Yeah, they probably want to make something new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you feel about them making the these prequels? Are they doing? Yeah, they're doing it right. Yeah, they're doing I at mean, least one. I think I it's going to be know, called the Long man. Night. I don't know. Like, is George R, like George R. R. Martin's not even helping out on the show anymore? Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it's kind of like The Walking Dead, which does come back this Sunday. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you know, just it's gonna go on forever, and uh, it's going to make money, so they're gonna do it. But it's kind of. Do you need more of this story? I don't know about that. No, like I, I think it going into the universe sounds cool. Like I'm down mm. with that, but it's like, don't give me like this bullshit of this guy who has no dick and balls. <laughs> trying to fall in love with some girl like you're talking about uh gray worm and gray, uh, gray worm Masandi. yeah like what is, <laughs> this is pointless story arc for <laughs> i don't know they just they 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 like to kill people off in that show i mean i'm really interested to see what the books are like opposed to that if assuming well, they yeah, come out there's so many important characters who are still alive in the books but it, i'm not even a i'm mm. not even concerned with all that i just don't when the books come out are you gonna read them I guess I feel like I have to reread. 
like yeah. the last book for I mean, sure. I read all all five books in 2013. Yeah, I haven't reread any of them, so like, I don't know. I've been watching the show, so it's still been on my mind. And I, and you know, I do love this show. I, I I've uh, I'm not I've, rewatching I've this last season. Fully invested in it, and I have rewatched this last season. Um, they're good. They're good parts. They're they're. I love when Ed Sheeran's just Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Like, yeah. Arya's not going to kill Lannister soldiers, even though she wants to kill every Lannister. She's just going to chill with them and eat. Yeah, okay. But she's w- more willing to kill her sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, no, she didn't kill her sister. She was more willing to plan to kill her sister than four strange Lannisters just chilling. Well, I don't think... I think you're misconstruing what that, that whole thing was about. I think it was just a ploy for them to get to a, find a good reason to kill Littlefinger. I don't know. It just... They didn't. It was. It was a. It was a like a contrived, silly tr- twist. But like, you know, like I don't know. It it was a twist. Like, yeah, you know, they, how, they presented it like they're gonna kill Arya. Well, but. they. I guess uh, in this video that James sent me, they said like, yeah. Did you feel like something's missing? It's because it was. They left out this plan of like uh, Sansa wanting to kill Arya. Fear number three. They cut it out completely. Oh. The president grabbed me. Yeah, I don't know. Game of Thrones, it's it's got its problems, but I'm still going to always uh, love this show because, I don't know, you're the one that got me into it. Well, I'm not going to love the show anymore, but I'll watch it. Like, I'm not going to not watch it. Shows end badly all the time. I don't Doesn't bl- mean the ride wasn't worth it. No. The best show that, the, the most satisfying oh. ending to a show, I would say, is The Wire. Mm, well, have you seen Breaking Bad? That was really good, too. But I was just talking, you know, HBO shows, and we were talking about The Wire earlier. Yeah. I mean, I would say I've that not finished The Wire yet, but... Uh, Breaking Bad was really good. You know what's weird? I started because it's on Netflix, and I, I rewatched the first episode of Dexter. I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. I mean, the first couple seasons of Dexter were great. Like, and then it ended... Just, just a, Still just, haven't seen the, the last four episodes. The last season was so, so garbage. Yeah. I, I, that's the, yeah. but the season before the last was my favorite season like you know, you know why the last season sucked because it didn't reveal to all the characters on the show that Dexter was who he was and that was what it was all building to and they just swept it out from under us the only person that knew was Deb and she died yeah spoiler alert don't care we said it after we did it. <laughs> fuck that show <laughs> fuck that show just watch the first couple seasons and maybe first the seventh four. season first four don't watch season five i didn't like it um but after season six and seven were good season eight was garbage. season six that religious one though yeah you can kind of the only reason that's good is because at the end deb finds out about dexter but yeah anyways on to politics brian Ugh. our favorite topic <laughs> um i have to pee for an hour <laughs> I'll just sit out. <laughs> uh, well, it's not an hour; it's only a half hour. Oh. Um, Brian, uh, I haven't been on this podcast in a while, so I have not got to talk about the government shutdown that has Where, passed. What? All right, let's talk. So, uh, the We're government shut was down. shut down for a record-setting amount of time. Yep. Um, due to Donald Trump requesting a border wall and five point seven billion dollars to pay for it a lot of money yeah and uh but the democrats took control of the house in the midterms tight and nancy pelosi just said (laughs) no fuck you (laughs) Uh, we will we will wait you out because you did say on live television because when you when they had a private meeting he decided to have 
live cameras recorded and said, I will take full responsibility for the shutdown. Even though he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was... He wants this money even though he said other people are going to pay for it. Yeah, he so, promised Mexico was paying for this wall. Mexico right away said, fuck you. No, and then, we're not. Then he says, oh, they're going to pay for it through, like, tariffs and whatnot. But that's not, really not how tariffs work. Like, it kind of just hurts Americans <laughs> because, like, you have to pay... Like they're not going to export to you if they have to pay a bunch more, you know. Like it's, it it just seems like this guy, is so stupid. Yeah, it just kind of seems like he's always been wrong, but he's like, nah, I'll I'll be right one of these days. Like I don't I don't it's like I feel like this like wall is like his last thing. It's like this is going to be the thing that I do, and once I get it done, it doesn't matter if it works or not. It's like I did that. Yeah, I'll die knowing I fucking got it's it. It's like Manifest <laughs> Destiny, because he said he yeah. wants a wall from sea to shining sea, which is not feasible. I don't even know what that... That sounds like, yeah, that's... It's manifest, the Manifest Destiny. <laughs> it's like fucking, yeah, like a folk tale that you tell your kids in the 1800s when they're going to bed. Like, we'll see the sea, we'll see from China, we'll see we'll, we'll. Yeah. It doesn't even... And then he said today that he... A fucking human wall... Yeah, now he said if we don't have a board or a, a concrete wall, we're going to have a human wall, which, you know, I don't know. This is sounding more and more like Game of Thrones when we talk about it. There's just going to be white walkers out there? I guess. He's just Cersei right now. <laughs> he, really Dude, he really is. He's just batshit crazy. <laughs> He's Cersei, but a dumber version of Cersei. <laughs> because I mean, he wants to fuck his daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cersei's into that incest. Does Donald Trump have a sister? I don't know, man. Well, if he does, I feel bad for that girl. And if he doesn't, I feel very lucky for that being that was never born. Because Donald Trump would definitely be fucking his sister. Donald Trump's the kind of <laughs> Donald Trump's the kind of guy to have a twin in the womb, then eat the twin, so he could survive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you ever hear about that? I mean, I've heard. Yeah, Donald Trump probably ate somebody. Oh, I'm. I'm I'm certain as long as there's no bread or uh, because you know whenever he gets McDonald's he just takes the patty the the breads off and just eats disgusting Jesus. everything else. That's why I really wanted the Rams to win because he was like, oh yeah, the Patriots are no doubt gonna win. Like, yeah, what do you do if the Rams win? I'd be like, yeah, no, nobody wants to go. Yeah, Sue. Hopefully, Sue would go and just stomp the fuck out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah um yeah, Trump. Of course, since I've since we've been doing this podcast, it's kind of the reason we started this or had this segment on the podcast from two years ago. It's because it was right after the inauguration, and um, so wait, you haven't even talked about all the Democrats who've said they're going to run for president. Ooh, let me pull up a list. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> like, why? Why can't they just get behind one person? Um, I I kind of like this. Um, that's what that's what happened last time. Everybody started voting independent. Well, last last time there was it was only two really that even came down. Like there was five in the beginning. Yeah, but one of no. them was an idiot holding a lollipop. One of them was this like a uh, war veteran that didn't know what he's talking about. And then there was uh, Bernie, Hillary, of course, and then uh, O'Malley. I think was the other guy. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but, just you know, sounds so Irish. This cool. year is so different because, I mean, assuming Hillary doesn't jump in the race, like anyone has a chance. It's like some people should sit out just knowing that other people have a better chance. That's how I feel. Wait, what'd you say? Like some people should sit out like knowing that other people have a better chance. Like, everybody was so behind that dude in Texas, Beto O'Rourke or whatever. Yeah, he hasn't declared yet, but he um, he probably will. I don't know. Hasn't Bernie declared again? Bernie or... declared, so we got Cory Booker, um, senator from, I'm not sure, New Jersey? New Jersey. Um, okay, hold on, sorry, this is not uh, the best list. Kamala Harris, a Democrat from California. She's running. Um, oh, God. This, okay, so we got Cory Booker, uh, Pete Buttigieg, and he has no chance. Julian Castro, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard might have a chance. Christian Gillibrand, I think that's who I'm putting my support behind Wait, right now. Huh? Christian Gillibrand, Democrat, U.S. Senator from New York, announced she was running for president on January 15, 2019. Kamala Harris from uh, California. I, uh, Donald Trump. I don't know why that's on this list. Um, but Elizabeth Warren. Um, I don't, why, why is Bernie Sanders on this? Because he's... Did he not actually announce yet? And, and Andrew Yang, um, who is an interesting candidate, he's an entrepreneur from New York, filed run for president on November 6, 2017. Wait, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so who do you the, want the field to be president? Right now, I mean, I it's going to be probably hard for me not to put my support besides behind Bernie Sanders, assuming he runs. And I think he is. I think he announced he's running. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. But I also really like Kristen Gillibrand from New York. She seems electable, and it, it'd be nice to have a woman in office because men seem terrible. <laughs> Um, white man. Yeah, people. I don't. There. Well, who's that? Who's the the CEO? The former CEO of Starbucks. Who's he? Schultz or something? I know who you're talking about. Anyways, former CEO of Starbucks is running independent, yeah. which is fucked because that's going to only take away Democratic votes from the real person. Like, if you want to run for president, run in the Democratic primaries and see if your ideas can pass it. Like, don't don't just try to steal shit from. Everyone else, because we already have to deal with like the Green Party and whatnot, who are you going to put out a candidate, of course. But Donald Trump, it is so important to stop Donald Trump. I don't know if Ruth Bader Ginsburg can last another four years in office if Donald Trump wins another presidency. And I don't know if... Is the, she what, like the, the, the one? She's the oldest, I believe, and she's in the most critical condition. Yeah, and she's, she just we already, cancer we, we, surgery. We, the The... Um, U.S. Supreme Court is already like a wing of the Republican Party because of how bi or anti-bipartisan everything is right now. Like, it's just so divided, and the Politics Civil War so. is approaching. Do you genuinely believe that in your heart? Um, in I can your soul. In my heart, I can see it happening. If what does that mean? Like what? when you when you say Civil War, like. Like it's it'll be it'll it won't be like the Civil War of the classic American days. It'll be more like a riots in the streets, like a Syrian type deal, like two different people like fighting each other all the time. Like it'd be like people with guns fighting people 
Like, like imagine like every time there's a protest, people, a lot of people get killed, something like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, like imagine, imagine if Donald Trump loses his next election, but says he doesn't accept the results and maintains the presidency because he can. I literally said that. Yeah. I literally imagine said. That. I said that I was. <clears throat> I could see him doing that. Yeah. I, so what I've happens said that next? Before. Yeah. What, what happens next? Can't. Well, protests is probably what happens. People probably feel more okay to go and shoot the protesters. Why? 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 Why do you just immediately feel okay to kill somebody because? Because if Trump says it's he won the election and it's it's over, like people are going to. He's people have already done that. Like people have already sent pipe bombs to big democratic leaders that are blatantly supporting their MAGA supporting Trump fans, you know, like it's already kind of started. Like nothing is nothing super casual has happened yet. Lupe fiasco was ahead of his time with that, with those white terrorist songs. Yeah, dude, white terrorists. That's a thing. Like people, I I, I guarantee you a lot of people, (laughs) I mean, this is, this might sound terrible and might be judgmental, but a lot of people on the right probably don't consider like the KKK terrorists when they legitimately are domestic terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> but they they might not consider them because they're not Muslim or something, you know? It's like what how is one better than the other or worse than the other, you know? They're both equally evil. Nah, man. Yeah, it's a sad time. It's a like, scary time. Alive. It's an interesting time at least. It's weird and it's what did he say uh, about uh, like he wants to, he wants troops to stay in Iraq because he wants to keep an eye on Iran or something? Yeah. And Iraq's like, bro, we're fucking human beings, man. We don't need mm. your shit here. <laughs> yeah, we have a president that's probably working under the R- Russian glove of Vladimir. What Putin. is? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, isn't a uh, Don Don Junior gonna be? Uh, Dude, I don't know. I'm going been... to jail soon or something. I mean, or I no. doubt it. Um, I think like there is there, get me Roger Stone. Things are things are heating up, but who knows what's gonna happen? Because any you're not optimistic. No, not really. I think it'll be like shit will come out and it'll make him look worse. Like it, oh, like everything since he's been elected has been making him look worse and worse. But I just don't know what it will all culminate to. You don't think impeachment's possible? Not if he's not, like a fucking. Spy for the Russian government or something. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's got to be something wild to come out for impeachment to be possible just because of how the Senate controls, or the Republicans control the Senate, because I, I believe you need both houses to pass impeachment. You just don't think they would come to their senses at all? I think politicians are worried about being reelected, and the Republicans in the Senate know that the, Donald Trump has changed their base, and they're not going to get reelected if they don't support m- the majority of things that he is doing that's a very interesting way to put it like yeah you're pretty much saying that people have to change their fucking morals just yeah. to keep their jobs right that's no that, that, that's what it is that's disgusting like i mean that's why like like ex- i have r- some republican friends that i mean i don't agree with the sh- any any shit that they say but uh you know trying to find common ground one of the things i have stumbled upon is um term limits like rather than having reelectable candidates maybe they just only get one term so they don't have to change what they believe in in order to get reelected they can just do what they believe in but then also you get the problem of okay they could easily just lie on the campaign trail and push through whatever they want but 
Because, you know, they don't have to worry about getting reelected. They don't have to worry about what they said previously, if that's the case. That's why, like, presidents in their second term get a lot more done than in their first term, because they're not, they can't get reelected. They're just pushing through their agenda. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Capitalism is kind of fucked. We need it to evolve and change. You can't expect a system to work forever, because that's not... Because things change. The world changes. Like, you can't expect old white guys to run the country forever. Like, what's mm-hmm. that one young girl, uh, the girl who just got uh, elected to... Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, yeah, my new man. celebrity crush. Everybody's hating on her, but it's like, that. Like that's... No one's hating on her. Only Republicans. Yeah, are. like... Fox News is hating on her. Yeah, because... She's young and different, and like a mo- she's a millennial, pretty much. Like yeah, it's, that's what politics is gonna be. You can't. People are just denying that technology is still a thing. Like, mm. what a what is it? El Salvador just elected this new president, and the first thing he did was take a selfie. He's like thirty two. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what the world is now. You get, you're gonna have to get young ideas because these fucking old people who are running it. Yeah. Aren't gonna be around for a long time. So when you got the president tweeting how global warming's not real, like fuck you for tweeting that, for liking that, for th- for thinking that. Yeah, like saying just because it's cold in the Midwest right now, that that it went from negative thirty to fucking fifty. It kind of sounds like that's exactly what global warming is about: extreme yeah. weather changes. Like we used to be. Didn't didn't this country used to be like an? an a leader in science and like, yeah. <laughs> and now you're just you like you can go back to this guy's tweets and and find that he said that global warming is a conspiracy started by the Chinese government. Like that's a yeah. that's a fucking fact that this guy believes that. Mm-hmm. But you know, honestly, who knows who knows what's coming out and what's, what what is even going to be declared a fact or whatnot anymore. It doesn't because... matter. Yeah, you got this guy up in what Virginia saying like. Oh yeah, I'm not in that photo. When yeah, you're clearly in that photo. And this is a Democratic governor too. Like it's not like we're being partisan over like, here. You can just say like you didn't do shit anymore. Like yeah. the, you have you have evidence of Donald Trump saying that like yeah I've I've sexually assaulted people like audio evidence and it's like oh yeah no I didn't it doesn't matter though. Right. Nothing yeah. matters anymore. That's what you people are telling me when you when you support like yeah nothing matters I guess fuck it right you don't care. You don't really care about anything. No, don't, no, dude. It's and, and I see all this. You don't care. Uh, you, like it's it's almost. I don't. Know, you, I see I'm all. Getting, I like, see all this off because like people who still support. You should him, be. It's like fucking stupid. Yeah, my dogs like, are pissed off. You probably can what, hear like, them barking what, in the like, background. What, what's the point? Like, what are you what are you hoping to accomplish? What's the goal of this presidency? Mm-hmm. Building a wall? Then what? Yeah. Like you're getting reelected. You're, That's what you're the goal becoming is. a hermit country. You're becoming mm. what North Korea is famous for and just shutting everybody out. Right. And you know what? The thing is, like, with global warming, once, like, sea tides do start rising and these little nations, and the, these fucking... island nations start getting swallowed up, there's going to be a massive amount of immigration that's going to have to happen. Oh, yeah. Because they can't live there. And look at, look at... once one of those nations to get swallowed up that has nuclear capabilities and they won't let their people go anywhere, that's when shit gets real. And that's when the world gets ended, essentially, as we know it. Bro, if you... That's fucked up. I've never even thought about that. But if you're talking about just, like, rising sea levels... Like, just think about the people in Louisiana. 
Right. Louisiana, <laughs> Florida. But, like, think of what makes it really interesting is think about, like, if North Korea, like, if they're see, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if this is uh, topography about them. Like, I don't know if they're, like, below sea level or if they're, like, at risk of this. But hypothetically. But hypothetically, if they're a, a rogue nation with the nuclear capabilities, can't find anywhere for its people to go, what do you think is going to happen? You, you think they're just going to let them die? Uh, you know, North Korea, maybe. Probably. But they're not, he's, Kim Jong-un is not going to let himself die. And if he can't go anywhere, he will Fuck. launch those ca- those nukes. And, the whole damn world is a cage. Or, or at least threaten it. And then if he threatens it, we will launch nukes at him. And then they will retaliate. And our nuclear defense cap- capabilities are not as... Sh- are not shit, even though people think they might be. They're not shit. It's like trying to hit a... a, a Baseball going at higher than a baseball could ever go with another baseball. Like it, that's it's crazy that you're gonna find out about the next nuclear holocaust or the next war from your phone. Yeah, like you're gonna look out on, on Twitter and be like, "Oh shit, we just nuke somebody." <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what's gonna happen, <laughs> what? man. I didn't know that. We're just gonna get an emergency <laughs> alert from our phone, like. Uh, but also, it's like back in the day when they were like, "How do you think they found out we nuked Japan?" Probably from newspapers, honestly. Yeah. Or the radio, I guess. <laughs> radio, probably. That's so weird. I don't know, man. Fuck everything. Yeah, no, it's scary, it's and like, we need to wanna, we need like, to act like, now. I don't, like, what do you do? Like, there's, no, I feel like there is just, there's nothing really, like. Well, then see, this is where um the Republican argument comes in. Like, at least the sane Republican argument com- comes in. Like where, what do you do? How can you get all the countries on the earth to, to abide by this? So instead of doing something to prevent it, why don't you build walls to prevent people from getting in? That's, that's their argument. That's fucking dumb, man. Like, it's why? heartless. It is, I don't know. I wouldn't dude. call it dumb. It's, I call it self-preserving. Bro, but you're, like, I you're talking about like it. people, like Donald Trump said he's not about globalism. He's about nationalism. It's like, bro, you're part of the globe. Like you're part of this world. Right. Other people are a part of this world. We have like this it's not earth. You. We have nowhere else. Just because we're the media capital of the world doesn't mean we're the center of the world. No one's the center of the world. Right. Except Everyone's... for the core. But, you know, that's just lava. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hollow, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hollow earth theory. <laughs> I love that. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, no, man. It's just, it's, it's just annoying at this point. Like, I don't even like looking at politics anymore or thinking about it because it's just upsetting where it's like okay the same negative things are happening it's this two-party system where everybody's just supposed to disagree all the time like we can't agree on anything nobody can agree on anything yeah it's it's it just feels pointless like no good is going to come out of this right it doesn't matter who gets elected next somebody's going to be upset yeah, no, I it's just we have to learn to adapt to the new world because the new world is fueled by social media and everyone knows everything, so you can't keep these things secret, you know. You have to you have be to, a good you have to address them. You have to be a good person. Yeah, yeah. And you but you also have to it's 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 deeper than that because you have to like cuz there's there's people out there that don't know everything and that don't agree and you have to find a way to bridge the gap and not i don't know it can't assume that everybody's like you yeah you have to understand you have to listen 
as always has been the point of this podcast is to try to listen to other sides and reconcile our differences because we all want the same things. We all want to be happy. We all want to be stable. We all want to have, uh, or to not have to die if we get sick. We all, we all want these things. We just have different ways of getting there. And I don't really know how to educate everyone into a similar thinking, but this, I don't know. I, I just really don't want this to be end of culture. Like, but it kind of feels like, like we're rushing it, towards it. I know. It's, it's like weird that it kind of feels like everything's going to end. I mean, everything has to end, right? That's what I, like, I've been feeling that. Like, I just turned 25 last month. And, like, I was just, like, it's a quarter of a century, and I'm, like, what next? Like, I don't really have things planned out, and, like, there's just this dark loom, like, mm-hmm. in society just all the time. Everything feels negative. Yeah, I wonder if we're unique, because I know, like, our parents' generation growing up with, like, the Cold War, we know, all thought it was going to end. But, like, this seems it's... a little bit more unavoidable. Yeah. The climate I... change seems pretty unavoidable at this point. It, dude, exactly. And then I don't know if it's, like, this city that it just, there's nothing to really do. Like, there's, like, I would love to just go around and hike or something or, like, mm-hmm. see the world. But it's, like, what, what, do, you, what do you do? Like, Gotta you go just... to the secret lake. <laughs> Probably. You might have to do that. But, it, yeah, it's, like, what do you... It does seem unavoidable because it just seems like everybody is going to get upset about something because they mm. can because it's the information's there immediately. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're going to talk and shit then, because you can because nobody's going to do anything about it because then, you're behind. Like you're you're untouchable. Right. Pretty. I mean, to an extent, but it's like, yeah, you can just say something negative on your phone and it's just out there. Like people are going to disagree right. for it's, the rest it's, of time. It's, it's, it's slowly... Uh, self-correcting like like it start it starts right now with like famous people saying shit like that but dude and like doing stuff it, it's it it's got to have this really trickle relate. down effect they, yeah but they like people are so resistant to change and it's like yeah you you got like you know all the mulver healer was fucking tweeting out like chris evans tweeting out all this shit but mm. he can't relate to the he was once like a common person like he was once just a normal guy for sure yeah. but now he hasn't been normal for years like he's been a celebrity so it's right he definitely like people like celebrities want what we agree on so yeah for the most part but it's like how how do they relate to just like somebody in the worst situation who like doesn't even have access to what they're tweeting out like where Mm. do they life feels like it's too short to just help anybody Almost like it's you have to like people are getting glued onto one cause and it's like what about all these other problems going on? Yeah, like there's so many problems that we can't focus on everything. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. Like um, the Philippines, like the president's just killing people for having drugs, killing people for being gay. Like no, doesn't dude, doesn't matter. The thing is, <laughs> like the world's we always, can't we can't help. The world has always been fucked. We just know about it now. Yeah, that I. That's pretty well said. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna wouldn't take, have probably it, wouldn't wouldn't care if I didn't know about it. Like, the which only, sounds shitty, but it's right. It's like been if, happening if, forever. If, if climate change wasn't a thing, I would probably believe that it would correct itself eventually. But I don't know with the impending doom of global destruction <laughs> from heat. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's tough. Like. 
You want to just, but, like, you want to believe like, like cult- everything will Culturally, like, you know, like people, like celebrities and like powerful people have been doing terrible, terrible shit for eons, you know, like, you know, ever since like kings and shit were around. But yeah. you know, now it's slowly starting, like with the Me Too movement, with, with, with social media and everyone being able to call out people's bullshit. It, it, the only thing is like only the famous people, the people that have, a lot of people that care about them regardless of whether it's like like a true care or like a celebrity crush type of care like that's going to stop those like kevin spacey not going to really work again um yeah harvey weinstein not really ever going to produce a movie again regardless if he goes to jail or not i mean he definitely should but like i don't i don't know it's gonna it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a slow progression and then it's gonna it's going to trickle down into individual lives like our shit's gonna be gone through one day, and you know we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to answer for anything we've sinned on, and it, it, maybe not us because like we have a lot of our past that's not documented, but like kids growing up now, anything they do is on record forever, and that's pretty scary. It's, it's going to breed it's going to breed a better better culture because the singularity's of the, coming, man. Yeah, you, I don't know. I mean, it's unpredictable how fast technology grows. It's insane. Like it with like ten years ago. Imagine like what was imagine that technology? Imagine ten years from now. Yeah, and it's only in, imagine twenty thirty. It's a fucking parabola, <laughs> fucking going up. Like it's getting, it's getting crazier, and it's getting faster. That it's getting crazier. And know? like, like you got a president who talks about wanting to get back to coal when you got colleges like MIT putting mm. what a billion dollars into artificial intelligence research. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on in this world? <laughs> when Dude. you got a world leader saying we have to, we have to bring back coal. You want? I have, I have a theory on like why. Like, who mines anymore, dude? You got all these. I there's like two articles this year that I read about miners getting trapped and dying. Like, why are people still mining for shit? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I have this. I have this uh, random theory. Why, um, like, why we haven't been visited by aliens? Aliens yet? And I think it's because why? Why the only reason aliens would visit us would be either Don't. to study us, and they probably wouldn't uh, want to disturb us if that's the case. Or to take our resources, but they can see that we have like the nuclear ability to just completely self-destruct the world, and we would if they tried to take our shit. Like we, like if, if aliens invaded and said like we want like half your water and half your shit, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna fucking try to nuke them and end up <laughs> destroying our world. Probably. And that's why aliens aren't here. That's well, at least my random weird that's, conspiracy that's, opinion. That's if you believe that they're hostile, for sure. Well, I mean, uh, and if you believe in in life in this universe, which I do. I mean, we're one galaxy out of a hundred billion. I mean, I like to. I just really want to be able to prove it. It I, doesn't matter, dude. We're like we're on this end of the universe, and there's another end that's twenty three billion light years. Yeah. Across. If we're the so only, if it, we're the only thing, then. We might we might go through life never meeting somebody. That doesn't mean that there's not life out. We're we might not be that special. I hope we're not. Honestly, I hope we're not because if we are special, we are fucking it up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if we are special, y'all are fucking stupid. <laughs> well, you know, y'all what? say LeBron James is not the goat. <laughs> Uh, well, at least Tom Stupid. Brady has proven his goatness because no one has told me he's not the best quarterback of all time now. <laughs> Y'all haven't watched Matt Stafford.
<laughs> Fuck Matt Stafford. Okay. Well, guys, thank you for listening to the Split Six Podcast. This has been our two-year anniversary episode. Brian, thank you for being on. Where can we find you? Follow you on social media. And do you have anything you want to plug? BM Nice Man, Twitter and Insta. I've got a book out. Your memories aren't invited on Amazon. Check the links in the bios. Um, I don't know. I hope everything's going to be okay. You know, you know, me too, but at least this podcast will get to go for probably at least another couple of years. Thanks for having me on, man. I, I, I like doing this. Hey, love having you on, man. Love having you on. Let's, Anytime. Uh, we'll get, the, you, we'll uh, get you back to an every month uh, segment. Under the Peel 2 coming soon? Under the Peel 2 coming soon, guys. Check that out. Haven't released the first one, and it's under a secret leak on YouTube, so you probably will never see it unless I get Kevin's approval to put it on Facebook, but... Anyways, um, this has been the Split Six Podcast Podcast, where we split six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. <laughs> um, thank you for splitting six with us. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. We'll be back next week and for the rest of the goddamn year, bitches. Love ya.